Hi, and welcome to the Shoot from the Heart podcast with me, Diane Bell. If you want to write a script, make a movie, or quite simply live an abundant and creatively fulfilled life, you are in the right place. Each week, I'll share with you tips, techniques, and real-world information that will inspire and empower you on your path. Thank you so much for joining me. I am rooting for you all the way. Let's do this. Hello, beautiful screenwriters, filmmakers, and creative souls. Welcome to episode 64 of the Shoot from the Heart podcast. I am so excited to be here with you today. I actually have a minute away from the kids. Let's see how long that lasts. Summer holidays are great, but man, they're busy with two little children in the house. I hope you're having a wonderful summer. I don't know if you've heard the news. I've just started on a new screenwriting project. I'm actually writing a treatment and Bible for a TV series, and I'm so excited about it. I can't tell you anything more about it because it's confidential at the moment. I signed a confidentiality agreement, but I am just over the moon at getting this opportunity to do this and to work with this person who is amazing. So (laughs) so I'm busy with that as well. But I wanted to drop in here today because there's a conversation that I really, really want to have with you. Next week, I'm going to be teaching a four-day masterclass that's completely free called Female Artist Rising. And for me, this is the most important and most exciting thing to do right now. It's something that I feel just so deeply in my soul is the thing that we need to be talking about. So just to be clear, this is a masterclass that is for the ladies only, for the women only. So whether you are uh, a cisgender woman or whether you are somebody who identifies a woman, this will be for you. Since I started teaching screenwriting and filmmaking, I would say about overall 90% of my students are women. In my screenwriting course, it's probably actually higher than that. We do have the odd gentleman joining us, which is fantastic, but it's mostly women. And my filmmaking course, we probably have more men in that, but it's a lot of women. It, It definitely weighs towards the women, which I love. So what this means is I spend a lot of time in the last few years, I have spent a ton of time every week talking to women and listening to women who are also artists, who are creators. And during that time, I just hear a lot of the same struggles, a lot of the same stories coming through. Now, typically we are conditioned to think that the problem is outside of ourselves. When we think about the problem of women in film, right now, I looked it up last year, 21% of films were directed by women, which is an all-time record. I mean, this is amazing, and I'm not going to downplay this. I think that's so worth celebrating, because for so long, that number was about 4%. I mean, for literally decades, it was just stuck at 4%. 4%, like 96% of films directed by men every freaking year. So we've we've made headway. It's now 80% of films are directed by men, but we're not there yet, clearly. And we have a whole century of filmmaking to kind of redress. But anyway, when we look at these kind of statistics, we just can focus very much on this external circumstance of injustice, of systemic injustice. And there is an issue there. Of course, there's an issue there. But the conversation that I want to have is about what goes on inside of us, about the subconscious programming that we have, that we have taken on board, that we have internalized. And in fact, even the DNA that we have that will keep us safe by keeping us quiet. Something that I think about a lot 
is that in these thousands of years of patriarchy, we have been living in patriarchy for 2,000 years, and that means a male-dominated society. For all this time, it has not been possible for women to be artists, and it has not been safe for them to be artists. Now, you might think, well, what does that matter? It's possible and safe for me now, so big whoop. Who cares? But here's the deal. If you've been around my world for a while, you will have heard me saying, you can't do something unless it's safe and possible for you to do, unless you believe it to be safe and possible. So if I don't believe it's possible for me to be a film director, it's not going to happen. Doesn't matter how much I want it, doesn't matter how much I work for it. If one of my underlying core beliefs is that it is not possible, it will not happen. Now, if I don't believe it's safe for me to be a film director, also, it's not going to happen. And again, I might in my conscious brain really want to be a film director. I might work really hard for it. But if deep down in my core programming, there's a little thing saying, it is not safe for you to be a film director, you know what? I am going to find a way to sabotage that and stop that from happening. That's what your subconscious does. And that's why in life, you don't get what you want. You don't get what you work for, what you deserve because of how you've worked. You get your core beliefs. And these are programmed into you before you were even aware of it. Now, epigenetics, and this is incredible to me. In modern epigenetics, and this is the study of how, how our, our, our circumstances or how our world actually affects our genes. This is mind-blowing has discovered that trauma is passed on genetically from one generation to another. And this was done through the study of the survivors of the Holocaust. And they recognized that the people who experienced severe trauma, obviously, by being victims of the Holocaust, i.e. being put into concentration camps, these people passed on the trauma to their children in the form of heart disease, in the form of uh, nervous anxieties, in, in the form of so many different things. This became their genetic coding, not just their spiritual coding or their mental coding, but actually their genetic coding. Now, let's think about the history of women and female artists for just a second. As I said before, since the patriarchy, since the dawn of the patriarchy, the situation has been for women that it has not been possible to be an artist and it has not been safe to be in fact, for most of these years, to use your voice as an artist, as a woman, meant being burnt at the stake as a witch, being ostracized from society. It, there's no world in which you could be an artist and a woman for hundreds and hundreds of years. So if we think about this and the trauma that so many of our maternal lineage before us, what they endured, when we think for a moment what our grandmothers, great-grandmothers, great-great-grandmothers, great-great-great-grandmothers, and so on, endured and survived, we suddenly become aware of this levels and levels of trauma that have been passed on to us. So the women that I know who are struggling with writing, who are struggling with their career as an artist, who are saying, I don't know what's wrong with me. Maybe I'm just lazy. Maybe I'm not disciplined. Maybe I'm not good enough. Maybe I'm not talented enough. All these kinds of things. I just want you to cut yourself a massive amount of slack because to be honest, you're probably right now processing and undoing hundreds of years of trauma and being told that this is not possible for you and that it's not safe for you to do. Now, if you've been around my world for a while, you'll also heard me say, for you to achieve something, it's not just that you have to believe that it's possible and that it's safe for you to do. 
you also have to believe that you are worthy of it. Now, again, most of us are always like, oh, of course I believe I'm worthy. Of course I believe that I'm worthy to be this thing. But here's the thing. Since the dawn of the patriarchy, this was the moment at which we decided God was a man. Now, before this, all ancient peoples, there's evidence of this, all around the world, worshipped the goddess. They believed that the female was the great creator of everything. And it makes perfect sense when you think about it. They could see women giving birth to babies and they were like, it's obviously women have the power of creation. Therefore, she is the creatrix. But then at a certain point, we decided to change that story and we made God a man. God is the creator and he made man in his image. And then he made a woman as an afterthought to support the man. And then the story went a little bit further than that because that wasn't enough to control women. We have to suppress that a little bit more. So actually women are to blame for men being expelled from paradise. So women are not worthy on a number of levels. Women are not worthy because they're not created in the image of the creator. And they're not worthy because they're bad. They led man out of paradise. This has been the dominant narrative of the Judeo-Christian society for now over a thousand years. So is it any surprise that so many women don't feel worthy of being creators? If we've been told from the start, we are not creators. The creator is a man and he created man in his image. That's why we call it mankind and women are there to support men. Obviously, right now in our world, we are going through a gigantic transition. And I think it's the most exciting and amazing thing to be alive right now. And if you are alive, I think it's for a reason. After nearly 2,000 years of the patriarchy, we are moving out of it. Now, to me, the goal of this and the dream of this is not to create a world in which women are dominant, but to finally evolve into a world in which feminine and masculine are in balance, that they are in harmony, that the feminine is as celebrated and seen as as powerful as the masculine. For that to happen, women everywhere have to reclaim their power as women. We have to lean into our feminine energy in a strong powerful way and allow that to be the force that guides us as creators, as mothers, as daughters, as sisters, as wives. So that this is not about us trying to be women in a man's world, but women in a world where both are equal. We have to lead this. We can't wait for men to do that. We have to be the ones individually, to decide that we want to live in harmony with our own feminine nature. For many female artists, this is an alien concept. We have internalized the idea that if we're going to succeed as artists in this world, we have to emulate and fit into the masculine paradigm. And what I see all the time is women in my groups holding themselves to masculine ideals of how things should be done, of how they should create, of how they should hustle to get their work out there, of how they should do the things. 
here's the thing. The masculine is all about the doing. It's all about the logic. It's about the reason. It's about the game plan, the goal list, the hustle. The feminine is all about the being. The feminine is about leaning back and receiving. The feminine is about trusting your intuition, being guided by your heart. The feminine is about trusting that everything is okay because it is. Whether you achieve your goals or not, you're going to be fine because the feminine is delighted wherever she is. For many of us, we have locked into a masculine way of navigating our lives. And what this does is leave us depressed, depleted, exhausted, frazzled, burnt out. And this is why so many female artists quit. It's like we're trying to do this magical feminine dance in a totally masculine way, and it doesn't work. I invite you right now to explore this for yourself to change the paradigm in yourself, to hear the call of the goddess inside you and to trust that call and to go on a journey that will transform your life completely and in the most delicious ways and that will take you directly to the fulfillment of your desires. Because I honestly believe that when we attune ourselves to our true power as women, we are unstoppable. We become forces of nature. We start having incredible, crazy results that don't make any sense. As long as we try to do things in the masculine paradigm, it's like we are working hard against the stream of our natural power. And all that means is we work hard. (laughs) We're working hard, we're working hard, we're tired, we're frazzled, we're giving, 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 and not receiving. But when we attune ourselves to the feminine energy that is inside of us, when we awaken that, drop into that, lean into that, nourish that, replenish that, we are powerful beyond belief. So I invite you to join me next week for these four days where we are going to take this so much deeper. (laughs) We're going to do activation, reclamation, And really just sit in a circle as women, as women and artists, and really, really reclaim what it is to be both of those things. We were born for this. Our mothers, our grandmothers, our great-grandmothers did not have the privileges that we do now. We might be still carrying their wounds, but we can heal them. And in healing them, we set ourselves free and we set our children free and we change the world. So please, 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 if this is calling to you at all, if you're, if you're listening to this and it's just landing in any sense, please join me for this. You can go to dianebell.com slash rising and sign up. I really hope you can be part of this. As I said, it is free. It's going to be four days. It's going to be a gathering of women, of beautiful, amazing, powerful, artistic sisters. And I am so excited to do this. And for the gentlemen in my circles, if you are listening, (laughs) I want to let you know that we'll be back in September with a masterclass for everybody. But I just feel that this conversation is one that really matters for me to have with the women in our circle. Because I see the women in our circle, a lot of them struggle with a lot of things. And I think unless we have this conversation, we are missing a big 
piece of the puzzle. And when we have this conversation, I think, oh, things are going to shift. You're going to become aware, and I'm speaking to the women here, you're going to become aware of what's really holding you back, what's really blocking you. And it's not what you think it is. So please do join me and let's do this. I'm so excited to do it with you. I love you so much. Thank you for being with me today. This has been a different one than usual, I know. (laughs) But it's one from my heart to yours. I love you and I'll see you soon. Bye-bye.